Pulp MX Network Production. This is the Rocky Mountain ATV MC Kiefer Tested Podcast. The podcast you come to for the straight insight on all things motocentric. Hard parts, bikes, gear, suspension, motor mods, and more. It's Kiefer Tested. Here he is, Chris Kiefer. Howdy, folks. Welcome in. This is the Rocky Mountain ATVMC.com Kiefer Tested Podcast presented by FXR Racing and REP Suspension. How are you guys doing out there this week? Thank you for downloading this episode, and thank you for subscribing to our show. We appreciate it. Don't forget to tell your friends if they haven't listened yet, and if they are motorcycle geeks like us, tell them, hey, there's a cool show called the Kiefer Tested Podcast where some idiot talks about dirt bikes for about an hour and gives you some tips, tricks, and some guidance on what to do and what not to do for your motorcycle. So uh, let them know. It's... uh. Available on iTunes, Stitcher, any, any podcast app that you have, it is out there because we are on the Pulp MX network. So anything uh, that you guys can get of Pulp MX, you can get of ours. So thank you for joining us. Uh, RockyMountainATVMC.com is the trusted online source for parts, accessories, gear for dirt bikes, side-by-sides, ATVs, and street bikes. Low prices, unparalleled customer service, and free that's right, free three-day shipping over 75 bucks. I mean, you can spend 75 bucks easy. So you get some free shipping. That's awesome. Click on KieferInkTesting.com, and they're right there, right on the homepage is the RMATVMC banner. Just click on that banner, and that leads you back to their site and to continue to live your life, do your shopping, and all that does is give us a snippet of what you guys are purchasing. Um, you don't get a discount. We don't have a discount code, but it just shows them that you like this show. It helps us out a lot, and uh, you're supporting our show. So if you like this show, please do that. It really does help us out and keeps this thing up and moving strongly. Uh, we are actually, I just got some um, numbers back last week from Steve. We are growing. I think we grew, uh, our average numbers are up 1,000 listening, listeners, so that's pretty cool. Um, so thank you for the guys that are out there listening and girls. I guess there are some of you girls that do listen because uh, you guys want that FXR Racing code. If you guys want to head over to FXRRacing.com, go get, let's see, Revo, Helium, Clutch, Off-Road Line of Gear. It's all over there, FXRRacing.com. Use the code KKMX35. And if you're a lady, I have a special code for you, Chris at KeyForInkTesting.com. I can't give it out here. Because you testosterone-filled males will barge right in and take over the lady coat. So you guys can just go suck it and just calm down. So let the ladies in. We'll get them a better code than us. And then let them uh, dress up and look real good on a motorcycle or whatever they're doing. A quad, uh, whatever it is. But yeah, so um, FXRRacing.com coming out with some new summertime gear as well. Some vented gear. So we're excited about that. Looking forward to see the new material that is coming out from FXR Racing. I'm sure you'll see uh, most of the club guys this summer wearing it. And uh, that'll be trickling on down to us consumers. So that is cool. REP Suspension, Mark, all the guys over there, there's about five of them in that shop. And they're just each, what's cool, this is off of the subject. Uh, but I talked to Mark the other day, and we were talking about music. 
And every day they're in the shop, they have some different kind of music theme they listen to when they work on suspension, which I thought was cool. They actually have mariachi time. There's mariachi music. I don't know if I would want to work to mariachi music, but nonetheless, they do have that. They have Deep House. They have Rock Day. So very cool over there. I, I'm a big music guy, so I thought that was awesome. But if you want your suspension done, <laughs> you want some good stuff, go to REP Suspension and uh, use the code KKREP. You can go to K, uh, repsuspension.com. They're in the AEO portion of uh, the KTM shop in Murrieta, California. And uh, he just did a set of YZ450F stuff. So if you've got a new 23YZ450F, man, he has some special uh, settings for uh, for you guys out there. I had the RM, the Yamaha R&D guys talk to Mark a little bit, and they're like, wow, uh, Mark is outside the box on some valving, and uh, it was pretty cool to hear those guys go back and forth on, on what Mark does and uh, make some magic happen. So go check him out, KKREP, to save 100 bucks off of a revalve. Thank you to Power Motorsports. I just bought another motorcycle. Hi, Aiden. Hi. Got my son Aiden in the studio today because we're going to talk about a few things, and I uh, wanted him to join in. Um, but just bought another motorcycle. So for those of you that say I do not buy my own motorcycles, you guys can go suck it. I do buy a motorcycle. Mom wasn't happy about that, by the way. All right. Uh, I don't want to tell you what color it was because um, it's a surprise. I'm going to do a garage build. Um, there is a new shirt coming out called the Church of 350. Coming to the keyforinktesting.com. So are you 350 lovers? It's going to be an awesome shirt. Church of 350. Are you down Church of 350, Aiden? I am down with Church of 350. You are? I am. Okay. I like Church of 350. Uh, Works Connection Lip Pro Blood Lubricants. Oh, by the way, thank you for everyone to uh, you guys out there that did the 100 lap challenge for Lip Pro. Heather has been shipping out shirts. So if you guys have did 100 laps in April, you can prove it to me and Heather. And that you listen to the show, give us a quote on any show that you listen to, as well as a proof of 100 laps in April, we get you a free t-shirt. So it has to be in April, nothing in May. You're not going to get a free t-shirt if it's in May. Sorry. Uh, Blood Lubricants, 6D Helmets, International Vet Motocross Association. Uh, Those guys have some races coming up in the fall and this summer, so lots of stuff if you're over the age of 40. Very cool association to be with and to ride longer motos. Dunlop Motorsports, they got a new tire coming out. Maybe MX-34. And that'll be out before Paula. So very excited about that. Pro Taper, ScreenPrintingDone.com, Decal Works, Alpine Stars, Oakley, and Polysport Plastics. That's new. Hell yeah. That's new. We got Polysport in the KX. Yeah, we do. So that's about six minutes worth of uh, reads, that's but it's a fun show. it's a fun type type of read. It's not just like, hi, Power Motorsports, buy your motorcycle. You got a Yamaha, a Kawasaki, go there. No, we try to mix it up. So apologies for you guys waiting on the show and what the hell the show's about. That's it. That's the show right there. Wrap it up. There it is. Uh, we're going to talk about, just like we did last week, modifications that actually work, that are worth your time, that are worth the shit, that are worth your money, all of those things. We're going to talk about that in the KTM 450 and 350SXF side today. And then we'll talk a little bit about KX250 mods that we have tried that worked. Mm-hmm. And then also we, I brought you in here to talk about troll training. Yep. Trolltraining.com. For you older dudes listening to this or you younger lads, I think it's a, it's a pretty cool, I don't know. It, it's a pretty cool system that Alex and John have over there, and they babysit Aiden. 
So it's kind of nice that I don't have to. You're about to go in the gym right now and do a row session. Yeah. So we're going to cover a couple things here today. And if you have anything intelligent to say, Aiden, while I'm talking about a KTM mod, I would appreciate it if you uh, you chimed in. Does it have to be about a KTM or does it be about anything else? I mean, yeah, it has to be specifically of what we're talking about. I mean, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, right. what, what do you think? You're going to talk about uh, something else when we're talking about a KTM? Yeah, we're talking about a Honda. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, so if you guys haven't seen it over on keyforinktesting.com, there is a mods of in, in order of importance. I kind of been doing this lately because some of you guys hit me up and say, Kiefer, what should I do first? I just got this bike. Well, I try to rank the order of importance to spend the money because we're all going to spend the money. I feel like if you guys are buying a new bike, you have some type of money uh, to spend extra on bars uh, tires, maybe clamps, or whatever it is that you want to do, uh, I feel like you have some of that money left over to spend on your new bike. For those of you that aren't buying new bikes, we're going to do another show, Mods That Work, on some used bikes that I've been through on some of these Racer X garage builds. So for those of you that don't have money, don't fret. We're going to um, talk about some used bikes, some things that I like on some older bikes. So if you guys have those bikes, that'll be a, a good listen to. And... Um, I don't know, something that a little bit different. Look, not all of us have ten grand to spend on a new bike. Uh, God knows I have a problem, and I probably shouldn't spend as much money as I do on motorcycles, <laughs> but I don't really have anything else I do in my life. No. Do I do anything else? I mean, you, you work on your yard. That's about it. I do. That's I like, about it. I like my grass. If you can picture a dad with white New Balances on, that's you. Why? You're the casual white New Balance dad that waters his grass every morning and says, hi, Bill, and throws, gets the newspaper thrown to him on Sunday mornings. First of all, we don't have newspapers. Second of all, I don't wear New Balance that much. No, I'm just saying that, like, that's the cat, that's, that's the, um, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't know. I'm struggling already. It's early in the show. <laughs> that. Struggling. Uh, that's the expectation. Okay. Or the. Yeah, I think I think I think that's I not the right word. But that okay. wasn't that wasn't the right word, but it's something. <laughs> it's better than nothing. Maybe I shouldn't have you on the show. People think you're a lot smarter than what you are until you're on the show. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> Maybe it's that blonde hair that you have there. Maybe. All right, so here's my here's my spiel before I get into these mods for the KTM 450. I was keyword was. I'm very <laughs> honest with you guys on this show. Uh, I was a big fan of the previous generation KTM frames. I love that bike. There was always a, an argument in our household, and Aiden can attest to this. Before they changed the frame, I always asked Heather or Aiden, what am I better on, a KTM or a Yamaha? Because when I go racing, I want to be the best I can be on a bike that I like the most. And every time I rode an older generation KTM, I loved it. I went fast on it. It allowed me to roll my corners harder. It was planted to the ground. It cornered well. Of course, we had to change the suspension, but once you change the suspension around a little bit, it was really good. Uh, you concur? I can I can concur. Yep. Um, Actually, you still kind of do that now, though. I mean, you used to do that when you first got it. Yeah, but now the new chassis. Yeah, now it's, it's out the window. So the reason why it's out the window is the new chassis I'm not a huge fan of. Um. I would love to speak to the KTM R&D engineers and ask what their, their reason for being to make this chassis so stiff. When I originally, and we, I say we originally tested these at Redbud, 
uh, last awesome. year. It was good, and I think we're a little bit snowed by the, the track conditions. Um, but I'm a test rider. I can read through that bullshit sometimes when I have a great track. I can usually feel um, what this bike's about to be. So when I was at Redbud with the KTM 350 and the 450 with the new generation frame, I knew it was stiffer feeling, but there wasn't enough bumps to actually feel um, what I'm feeling out here, at least on the West Coast. So what I do feel, and you guys have this bike, I'm sure you want to listen to this, and that's the reason why you're listening to this, because you're having a little bit of problems with this. So setup for me is very, very tough. The window or the track toughness has gotten narrower versus the older frame. And the reason why is just because it's simply too stiff for most human beings that ride it. Look, I'm not Cooper Webb. I'm not Aaron Plessinger. I'm not Marvin Muskan. I'm not Christian Craig. These guys, and I I still think these guys on this frame are having some troubles in Supercross, but for sure all of us out there riding it on a normal weekend-to-weekend basis are having some trouble with front-end feel and then just comfort overall. Last year's frame had more comfort. Some of you guys email me and say, hey, Kiefer, I can buy a 2023 Gas Gas 450 or a 2023 KTM 450 SXF. What should I buy? I am going to try to direct you towards the Gas Gas, the older frame, not the factory edition Gas Gas, the 23 Gas Gas because it's on the older chassis. I like that chassis for comfort. It did everything pretty well. Sure, it was a little bit of a wet noodle at about 60 to 70 hours, a little bit flexy. But I will take that over rigidity. You ask me what I want in my suspension, I will take a softer setup over a too hard of a setup just because at least I can feel the ground with the softer setup. This 23 chassis needs help. So where do we go from here? All right. So you have one. You're like, I'm stuck, Kiefer. I got it for two, three years. This is what I got. What are we doing? All right. These aren't the level of importance because I'll let you go to the keyforinktesting.com and read those. But for me, right away, you need to know that these is, this is going to take eight hours to break in. Eight to ten hours of break-in time. It does get better after that. But that first amount of time, you're going to be like, what in the actual F did I just do? It is very, very stiff. You rode a MC250 Gas Gas Factory Edition. You ride a Kawasaki. You just did this for Racer X for me. Yep. Where do you where do you stand with that? I, honestly, I feel like they they all I feel like the frames all feel the same. I feel like they're all rigid compared to the Kawasaki. I feel like the Kawasaki is more of a uh, compliant, stable chassis. So you're saying other bikes besides the Kawasaki feel stiff to you? Yes. The ones that you rode Austrian bikes. Austrian. I say, sorry, Austrian bikes. You rode a Yamaha. Does that feel stiff to you? No. Okay. Actually, I feel like a, the Husky, I feel like it feels a little bit different for some reason. Last year's model, at least. Yeah, I mean, I agree. Like, for me, the new chassis, and so, just it's stiffer, no matter if you're on a 250 or 450. So, for me, torque specs do make a difference. Uh, 95 newton, meter, newton meters on the swing arm pivot. That's, that's what I do. I'm taking those frame guards off. I'm going to retorque my swing arm pivot. Boom. Done. 25 newton meters on the engine mount bolts, the top hangers. 25 newton meters. God, I can't even say Newton meters. Newton meters. And then go to 38 newton meters on the engine slash um, 
engine mount that goes into the engine, the bolt. The bolt. Yeah. So there's two up top. That's what you want, 25. And the one and on the a bottom. 38 on the bottom going into the engine, 38 newton meter. Okay? Newton meter. Newton meter. Newton meter. That's what I said. There you go. You said Newton Mueller. I said Mueller? You said Mueller. Newton Mueller. Newton Mueller. <laughs> so little subtle things like that do help. Now, this is not probably recommended by KTM, but it does work. And it's kind of janky, but it does help a lot. Or you just take a bolt out. Take the bolt out of the top right. Yes, it does make a difference. Top right bolt on the engine mounts, each side. Does it have to be the top right one? Yes. What happens if you take the top left one? Top left one doesn't give me the exact feeling. Uh. Doesn't give me that exact um, less rigidity feel for whatever reason. I don't know. I'm not an engineer. And uh, there was, there is one engineer out there that thinks I'm full of shit anyway. Yep. Well, so, multiple. They just don't say anything. Right. Multiples. <laughs> multiples. Uh, but I'm a big feeling guy. So the top right, you can just take one out on the left side if you want to see what it does. But then if you do take one out, uh, you might want to tighten the other one up to a 30 newton meter. Newton meter. You know what I want to say? Mm. I want to say newton millimeter because that's actually how you say it. Newton NMM. Newton millimeter. Yeah. Uh, if you take one bolt out, go up five Newton meter. All right? And okay. then you'll be good. But that is something you could start with if you want to try it and do your own little test during the day. Look at Your buddy's going to go, hey, your, your bolt's out. You're going to go, yep, I know. I took it out. I took it out. Shut up, Johnny. It doesn't, it doesn't look great. Trust me. When you're on the starting line and you got a bolt missing, I get it. But it does help. I'd rather have a bolt missing that I did myself have my bike be compliant, then not. Yeah, shut up, Johnny. So there's that. Um, okay, so past that, what can you do to make it even a little bit better? Uh, you can go back to my archives and listen to the spring conversion showdown, which I test three different uh, types of fork spring conversions. Uh, I have been running most of the time the WP6500 inserts which has a mid valve which is very similar to the kyb i just did a garage build on the mc250 that had that built by factory connection and it was much more compliant much more comfortable had a lot more tire contact patch better lean angle so that is what you're going to get when you get rid of the air fork i understand what wp is trying to do but the air fork to me just feels cheap it just feels cheap why do you keep moving your mic it's my nose. My nose is itchy. The the air fork just feels cheap to me. When you slap down really hard, it feels like it's a cheap fork. Your front end just feels a little bit um, rigid, extra rigid. Uh, slap downs, all of that. I don't feel as much of compliance as I do when you have a spring fork. So to me, um, KTM's trying to please a wide range of people with the air fork. You can go up in pressure, down in pressure. You don't have to change a spring. I get it. But if you're looking for the most feel out of your motorcycle, go back to a spring fork. The 6500 kit is relatively inexpensive compared to a, a KYB conversion. Um, no, I haven't tested the blackjack kit. I get a lot of emails about the blackjack kit. I haven't tested that. Uh, but there are three different types I've, I've tried. And for me, the WP6500 version is... Probably the most common that shops use around that can do it. Race Tech, AEO, 
uh, factory connection. They use the WP6500, and it's very similar to that KYB that you're spending two grand on. So if you want to spend a little bit less money, drop in that, have your local shop or AEO, REP, do a valving setting for the 6500, and you'll get a lot less rigidity up front. We did that to your old bikes. We put a spring conversion in. We did? Yeah, and a cone valve. We tried both. I feel like we, I thought we just did air and a uh, cone valve. I don't think we did. No, we had air and a 6500 drop-in. Oh, we did? Yep. And you're not a very good test rider. No, because I don't remember. But I, I felt like you did like it better. I like so, my air fork. You did? Yeah. Why? Do you not remember that? Uh, no. Yeah, I like my I like my air fork more than I did my cone valve fork. Because of rigidity. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. That's why when I talk to you guys and you email me, say, hey, Kiefer, should I get a cone valve or 6500? I'm more on the 6500 side just because the outer tube thickness of your stock you know, WP tubes versus the cone valve tubes are different. So you're adding a little bit more rigidity when you go to a cone valve. Unless you're a heavier guy or a faster guy, um, it's hard to get a little bit more plushness out of a cone valve versus a 6500 kit. So for me, 6500 kit is great for 98% of us, and you're going up a lot in comfort compared to your AER stuff. I have tried revalved AER stuff, and it's okay. Comfort is okay, but what I don't like about the air, and this is what I always go back to, is I have to keep an eye on it a lot. It goes up in air pressure. It doesn't matter if you use nitrogen, air. I just talked to a suspension company today about helium, air, and then also nitrogen, and I've tried all of them. Very interesting results between the three. Helium does have a little bit of a different feel than air. Um, also, nitrogen has a different feeling. So um, for me, if you can use nitrogen, I would try to use that in your air fork. Because the change is less. It won't heat up as much. Um, so that is important. But simply, you don't you don't need it. You can just go to a spring and be done with it and just bleed your fork. Bleed the air out. That's what I like to do. I want to make another shirt that says, I bleed my air out. I don't put air in. I bleed my air out. That should be a shirt. I can bleed. I think that's a Linkin Park song, actually. Um, so 6500 kit is important. Um, you can get those anywhere, any WP authorized centers. There's all kinds of them out there. So if you don't want to trust me and go to REP, if you're going to Factory Connection, you're going to Enzo, you're going to whatever, I'm sure the WP authorized centers have that, and they can set you up, and you'll be a lot happier and a lot less rigidity. Uh, the main thing, if I didn't talk about this enough, is lean angle traction. Uh, with the stock KTM air fork and this new chassis, it doesn't corner quite as good as the old one in Area 2. So going back to the 6500, um, along with some of these torque specs that I'm giving you guys, it does help area two of the corner and make it a little bit more front-end feeling that I like. Also, Dunlop MX3S, can't forget about that. Can you buy those? MX3S? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. They're a little bit hard to find, but yes, you can find a Dunlop MX3S, and that is a huge, huge thing for lean angle traction. You hate the 33. I hate it. I hate the front. I hate it. Really? I hate it. All right, everybody. Dunlop is a proud sponsor of the Kiefer Inc. Testing Podcast. <laughs> Sorry, Rob. <laughs> Sorry, Rob. <laughs> uh, but I'm look, at, I'm very honest, and I tell Rob and Dunlop, the, these guys, I'll, I tell them. I go, look, I'm not a fan of the 33. Sure, it lasts longer. I understand that. 
The Dunlop MX3S does not last as long, guys. So if you see a chunk, don't freak out. It's more of a race tire versus a 33. A 33 has a harder carcass, hence the reason why it doesn't have as much lean angle grip. But yes, the MX3S is available. It is out there. You can find it. Rocky Mountain has it. Other comp- Motorsport has it. Chaparral. These guys have it. But can you get now, it rear? Now. Not no, you can't get it. Not anymore? You can, but it's very difficult. Can you still get it to the Cowie? It, but here's the thing. I don't feel like the MX3S rear is as noticeable as the front. I, I like MX33 rear. I have no problem with it. I'm, if you want to know what I'm a fan of, I'm a fan of MX14. If you yep. want mass amounts of traction on, on soft to intermediate, go to MX14 on your KTM 450. Stand by. Because you're going to have a shit ton of traction, and you're you're going to come out of a corner and go, holy hell, I don't have to rev my engine as much because this tire is biting so much into the ground. It's amazing. You and I both run it. I love it. Yeah. Can you agree Glenn that... Allen. Can you agree, like, today you should have ran an MX-14? I should have, yeah. I should have had one. I should have had right. Jay Clark today put one on, but I didn't. Even if you have some hard pack areas of your track, give MX-14 a try. This isn't a Dunlop promo. I swear to God, I promise. <laughs> but I'm just telling you, like, a tire is important. Like, if you want the most out of your bike, people say, hey, what tire should I get? Look, I'm looking for performance versus life. This is who I'm talking to right now in this podcast. I'll do another podcast about longevity in tires. For you guys that want to put a tire on once a year, but you're not going to get performance. You got to choose a side. Do you want performance or do you want durability? You can't get both out of a tire. Which one you want? Okay. Yeah. I want performance. I want to get the best tire I can buy for the money, so I can have lean angle grip. MX3S front is the way to go. Some guys don't want that though. Some guys want to be able that. to ride longer without spending hundred, two hundred dollars every. But here's the thing, Aiden. Let's have this conversation. Yeah. Let's say the, the MX3S is 100, 100 bucks. Yeah. All right? And then you have another less lesser-known tire that's 70 or $60. Yeah. So you're telling me that you're going to bitch to th- about $30? Some people bitch about $30. I understand that. But what I'm saying is get a, spend $30 extra and get a tire that actually works so you don't feel like you've never ridden a motorcycle before. I have ridden shitty tires before in my life <laughs> by what, tire testing. And feel like, man, maybe I shouldn't ride a dirt bike anymore because I feel like I can't ride. Okay. And then you put some good tires on, you're like, holy Never hell. Mind. We're back. Yeah. It's like a front spec. I've had the opportunity to ride a front spec tire. Oh. And it's like cheating. Really? Like me and mom are talking about this. She's like, what if Aiden gets spec tires? You freak out? I go, yeah. She's like, uh, would Dunlop ever sell them? I might go, they should sell them. They should make spec tires. And then... Sell them mass amounts of money, $350 for a front spec. I would buy it if I had the money. If I had the money. If I had the money, I would buy a spec tire because it will change your life. I would not buy a rear spec. I would buy a front spec because the lean angle, the amount of lean that you can have on a front spec is unbelievable. It's unbelievable. You're getting me all excited about this now. I haven't said anything. I know, I'm just thinking about that. <laughs> I haven't even said I'm anything. I'm thinking about the feeling. So you know how Glen Helen, you know how they have, you can come into it, it's nice and deep, and then at the middle to the end, it's shallow? Yeah. It doesn't matter. You can still lean. It's shallow. There's a shallow rut, and you can just lean the bike over like it's a deep-ass rut, and it doesn't wash. It's unbelievable. <laughs> I would love to give you a, a, another analogy but I'm trying to keep this PG rated. It's like doing the thing that you haven't done, but you recently done Yeah. versus not doing it. Okay. You're like, oh shit, 
That's a, that's a good time, right? <laughs> okay, right. So that's what I'm saying. So Dunlop MX3S. I have this whole damn show. That's what I'm talking about. Jesus Christ! This show turned into a, a, a tire, tire show. Yeah, screw it. That's uh, it. Split triple clamps. Pick your poison, people. It does help. Uh, ride engineering. Uh, KTM hard part clamp. I would recommend going to a 23.5. If you're on an X-Trig, go to a 24. Similar to the Honda spec, where I want you guys to go to a 24-millimeter offset, this chassis invites you to to give you a little bit longer wheelbase. It likes it. It'll calm it down. You'll get a little bit less rigidity. So for me, 22-millimeter is stock. 23.5 or 24-millimeter offset split triple clamps are a godsend calms the bike down you get less rigidity and now combine that with the torque specs the dunlop mx3s the wp 6500s now we're coming back we're starting to come back a little bit like oh shit i like this bike you're like oh what's up i remember this feeling but you look at your wallet you are fucked yeah your wife's yelling at you because you're dead you are fucked because you're spending more money but I'm giving you what works. It works. So if you're spending your money, ride engineering, 23.5s, X-Trig, 24 millimeters, or simply just go into a split 22 offset really works. You factory edition owners, you already have it, so God bless you. But if you want to go a little bit out farther, um, I would recommend that just for stability. If you don't have problems with stability and you're East Coast guy and you have tighter um, – grabbier, taller bump type of track, stick with the 22s. I feel like that is better. But if you have a faster, flowier track, no matter what, hard pack, soft, sand, going out with the offset is going to help you. So try that. Another thing that actually works, uh, we were talking about torque specs and engine mounts. Uh, If you don't want to take a bolt out and you don't want to do these torque specs, which you will need, Works Chassis Labs. Um, Scott over there has some good engine mounts that will um, make your frame feel less rigid. So for me, there's a, there's a saying. We talked about engine mounts in the Honda podcast. FCP, Works Chassis Labs. Look, uh, I can't tell you which way to go. I don't know. I feel like one, you know, both of them do the same thing. Maybe. I don't know. Um but for me, I tested the Works Chassis Lab mount. That's the one that I like on the KTM. I haven't tried the FCP, so I'm not going to sit here and say it doesn't work. I just haven't tried it. But if you can find engine mounts, uh, soft tops, um, you know, put a titanium bolt through the front or whatever it is that you know those guys offer. But the Works Chassis Labs, um, they have a different types of configurations. I tested the soft top, and those help a lot. Just for slap down initial bump touch uh for example if i can paint you a picture you're riding your favorite track you're coming into a corner and you have a set of braking bumps and that first one just kind of kicks you or deflects you when you get an engine mount aftermarket engine mount it'll calm that area down it doesn't really necessarily hurt your corner at all i never really felt like there was a negative to the mount i just felt like it just calmed that bite that first initial hit down on bump absorption and that first slap down touch. Let's say you over jump. You got you suck at jumping. Suck and it. and I'm casing jumps or I'm over jumping. 
the mounts actually give you a little bit less sting in your hands. So that is nice. Uh, Pro Taper handlebars. Or Renthal. Look it. Why are you here to debate me with everything? Hey, you told me to jump in if I had some, so I'm jumping in. <laughs> oh, my God. You, you, you did it. You did it. Look it. Pro it, Taper it, nice. has a four millimeter wall. For me, it has most flex. You like a Renthal fat bar? Good for you. That's awesome. And I will say this, and I, I will agree with this. A Renthal fat bar has better flex and hand comfort than the stock KTM bar. If you're on a Husqvarna, you got a Pro Taper anyway, you're good. You're on a Gas Gas, I'm out. They're both naked, aren't they? Naked, yes. Stiff. Bad. I'm out. So you want a little bit more hand feel, Pro Taper. What Ben, Kiefer? Look it. Go to my handlebar Ben Specs. I have a 23 edition up there. You can check them out. I like a Husqvarna stock bend. That's the bend I like on this Austrian frame. It's a lower bend, straighter, but I do like that. Um, taller guys may like an SX Race. I use that on my Yamaha. This is a Pro Taper bend, by the way. Um, you were on Race Team Bend when that you were was on, for a while, yeah. On KTM's, yeah. So Race Team Bend is also a great, a good bend, which is similar to a nine nine six Renthal. Um, so uh, please stop messing with the mic. I got Please, allergies really bad. Just right stop. Now. It's really bad. Jeez, people love this. Great, great radio. <laughs> great radio. <laughs> um, if you want to get a muffler, there's nothing wrong with the stock muffler, people. FMF muffler is probably the best for KTM, Husqvarna, Gas Gas. I've tried a Kropovich. I've tried a Yoshimira. I've tried a PC. Uh, FMF just seems to have it you know, down as far as the Austrian bikes go, which isn't surprising because they have a relationship with them. Uh, the Kropovich will last you the longest. Um, unlike the Yamaha, which I really enjoy the Kropovich, I don't like it as much on the KTM because it's too smooth. And with this KTM 350 or 450, uh, I feel like it needs more low-end snap. So for me, going to an FMF does help that. Leave the insert in. You can remove the screen. But uh, for me, the whole system is the best. A slip-on does a little bit for RPM response, but... Uh, the full system will really give you some more mid-range and some top end. So especially you 350 guys, the FMF is really, really good. Com- combine that with a, a Vortex ECU, especially you 350 owners. If you do nothing else beside, into your engine besides a Vortex ECU and a FMF muffler, it'll change your life. It's unbelievable. Didn't Eddie have a PC on his uh, 350? Mm-hmm. I thought you said it was good. It was, it was good. but it's yeah. not as good as an FMF. Yeah. Um. Chad, XPR, 350, does magic on the Vortex, as well as Jamie. Those are the two guys that I recommend. They both know this Vortex really good. They both have uh, different styles. And Aiden is more preferred on the Jamie side for 250 settings. I'm more preferred on the Chad side for 450 settings. So either way, these both of these guys take care of you. They're really good at what they do, and they stand by their work. So, um that is also a great buy. Again, we're just racking up the money dollars right now. How much money do you think we're at right now? Like if you uh, let's just let's do this. Four grand. Pro tapers, let's say a hundred bucks, hundred and twenty bucks for bars. All right. Okay. Um Hold you, on. you got your see. phone yeah, added up. Yeah, let's do so hundred and twenty bucks for bars. Okay. You got a WP sixty five hundred cartridge kit cartridge kit. That's fifteen hundred dollars for the kit. You setting it up with a valving, five hundred bucks. All right, 
Uh, Dunlop MX3S, one hundred bucks. Split triple clamps, six hundred bucks. Uh, Works chassis lab engine mount. Let's just call it three three fifty. Vortex ECU with maps installed, one k. Oh, read back. Go back to. Go back to code valve. Do you guys have a problem with your children? Like, Jesus. I feel like my kid It's not is, my fault. It's the calculator. No, your head is just in your ass. My calculator got jacked up for a second. What do you want? Go back to cone valves. I didn't... Wasn't that cone valves? Or, WP6500s. Yeah, yeah, 1500. 1500 plus 500. Yep. Dunlop MX3S. <laughs> yep. $100. Yep. Split triple clamps, 600. Okay. Works chassis labs, 350. A Vortex ECU, one thousand. An FMF muffler. That's like eight eight hundred. Let's. Yeah, just, I think that's a low side. Eight hundred bucks. Okay. We're gonna move on to the next thing that I like. Works connection axle blocks. Uh, yes, you can feel this. The fixed block on the axle um, is not good for acceleration under load. It will bind your shock. <laughs> Uh, yes, you can feel the floating block that works connection sells. So that is also a good buy. And they also have better lines on the blocks that you can see because I'm getting older. I'm getting blind. So for me, it is better. So I would go that way. I think that's $69. So just 70 bucks. Yeah. So where are we at? You're at five grand right now. Five grand. You're at five grand right now. Almost feel bad talking to you guys about this. Like, holy shit, this is what works. So, look it. Order of importance is up on my site. Not to say that you got to spend five thousand more dollars on your KTM three hundred and fifty or four hundred and fifty, but these are mods that actually work. There's nothing more that I hate than buying something and then figuring it out later after I bought it that I don't like it, or B, it doesn't work. Fuck that. This is the problem I have with other media outlets saying, hey, we tried this, buy this. And they're like, yeah, whatever. Okay? So for me, these are things that I tried that I spend my own money on that actually will work. If I was racing, I would do a lot of these mods because it's going to be awesome. It's going to feel comfortable for you, and you're going to be able to go fast. If you're a weekend warrior, you just want a little bit, pick and choose what you want. What do you want more of? What do you have problems more of with your bike? Is it on the suspension chassis side or is it on the engine side? So do it piece by piece. You don't have to do it all at once. Hey, man, I got enough power. I don't need any more power. Okay, let's work on the chassis part. Let's work on some comfort. Let's buy some bars. Let's look at clamps. Step by step, there's nothing wrong with piecing your bike together to build the ultimate dream-feeling motorcycle. Those are things that I feel like you guys would need on the KTM 350 and 450. And I would say even venture out to say the 250 SXF as well. This kind of encompasses all of the KTM, Husqvarna, and Gas Gas brand motorcycles. Race Fuel ETS. We've been running ETS lately. How much is that? I don't know. How much is it? I don't know. It's expensive. That's one thing we do get for free is ETS fuel. Um but I was really leery about ETS before we got it. Again, I don't just want to throw shit in my bike or promote stuff that I don't like. Uh, so I I really made it really hard for ETS for a long time because I thought the smell was atrocious and I couldn't deal with it and mom was going to kill me. But it runs good, though. So Especially in KTMs. ETS MX-18 race fuel. Um, I think a five-gallon pedal is 160 bucks. Okay. 
And that will give you more RPM response and some more power, especially if you're in 250, 350 land. I don't feel like you need it in the 450. Uh, if you are going to a Vortex on any one of these bikes, you make sure you tell Chad or Jamie what fuel you want to run. You have 10 different maps on that Vortex. He can uh, map which fuel you want to any one of those maps within that Vortex. Okay? I know Chad's given uh, Kiefer Inc. listeners a discount on maps. I don't think Jamie is. So if you want a different map or a special map, Chad will help you out with the discount over there. Yep. Hey, guys and gals. Sorry to interrupt this riveting podcast, but we're going to talk about some products that we love over here, our advertisers, and we're going to save you some money. So listen to these commercials, get the discount codes, and we'll be right back. ScreenPrintingDone.com My dream is the world's most powerful t-shirt. Do you want to look good, but you ain't got the money? Trying to get some t-shirts made? Yeah, Go to ScreenPrintingDone.com This is a t-shirt. You can get anything you want on that t-shirt. I'm about to show you guys how y'all can look fly. Your business name. That's my business. Your kid's name. Oh, Billy. Your favorite phrase, like, let's go, buddy. Or free jailbirds. I agree. Anything at all. ScreenPrintingDone.com T-shirt printing business. Mention Kiefer on your next order and get 10 free T-shirts. That's what I'm talking about! ScreenPrintingDone.com I know it's tough sometimes, guys. What engine oil should I run? What weight? Synthetic or non-synthetic? It's tough. But you guys, I've been running blood lubricants for about two and a half years now. I've had great results. You guys are looking for some great oil. The Barracuda Blood Series 1040 is what we run in all of our test bikes here. Um, it's specifically formulated for the most brutal racing conditions on Earth. Look, heat, high humidity, silt, mud, whatever you got, this Barracuda Blood 1040 can handle it. 1040 is a great weight for most motocross and off-road machines, even though maybe your uh, owner's manual says run 530 or 1050. To me, 1040 is a great weight. Check it out. Barracuda Blood Series. Um, it's been through Baja 1000, the 500, Mint 400, Vegas, Torino. All of our test bikes here. 100% synthetic oil. It's great stuff. Uh, you put it in, and I run about two and a half engine hours. I take it out, and man, it still comes out pretty damn clean. So, you can use the code Kiefer at checkout over at bloodlubricants.com. Save yourself 25% off a case of oil. They have all different kinds of stuff. They have suspension oils. They've got sprays, chain lubes, whatever it is for oil-related stuff for your off-road motorcycle. Check out bloodracing.com. Ride-engineering.com. You guys want to get some clamps, some bar mounts, some chain blocks, uh, brake calipers. Adrian over there at Ride Engineering has a lot of quality parts. And if you use the code KT20, that'll save you 20% off what he offers over there. So that's ride-engineering.com. And he is not only the guy who tests the parts. I mean, I help him as well. But he also has an engineering degree. Holy crap. So go check him out, ride-engineering.com. Use the code KT20 to save some money. You guys out there tweaking on handlebars and grips? Trust me, I do it almost daily. If you're looking for a strong bar but yet has a lot of flex, look no further than the Pro Taper Evo bar. It is my favorite bar out there on the market right now. Why? They have great bends. The bar flexes. I don't get vibration from the bar. 
I'm getting older. I want some flex in my bar, but yet I want it to be strong. And Pro Taper has the strongest and the lightest bar out there that actually flexes. So go check them out, protaper.com. I'm currently using uh, SX Race Band on my Yamahas. There is a brand new band that's just coming out right now. You guys should see that. It is called Race Team Bend, and that is what we use over on Aiden's KTM and my KTM here uh, in the shop. So protaper.com, they have race cut grips, they have sprockets, they have chains, all different kinds of things. Go check them out, protaper.com. You guys want to go check out the new 2023 Yamaha YZs? Thinking about buying one? Or maybe a two-stroke? The new YZ 450F is narrower, more compact, and lighter. It's built to do one thing, go faster. Don't worry, the old tried-and-true 2023 YZ250F, no changes for 2023, but still the great same shootout-winning 250F. And it's all over at Power Motorsports. Go check them out. Get your new Yamaha from the number one Yamaha dealership in the USA. The pros at Power Motorsports in Sublimity, Oregon. Let them know you heard it here. That's right. The one and only Kiefer Tested Podcast. Call or text 503-769-8888 and ask for the power price. I don't even care where you're at in the USA. Maine, California, Florida, Washington. Just go visit them, powermotorsports.com, or hit me up, chris at kieferinktesting.com, and I'll get you in touch with the guys over there at Power and let you go rip around on your new scooter. So fun. Dress properly for your ride with a helmet, eye protection, riding jacket, or long sleeve shirt, long pants, gloves, and boots. Do not drink and ride. It is illegal and stupid. Yeah, you guys know that time punishes you if you're not on top of your game. Look, I'm a competitive guy at 45. My kid is 15, and he is right on me every time we go out to the track. But you know what? You know what takes the guesswork out of who's the king for the day, who gets to talk trash on the way home? That's right. You can measure your lap times, you can reach your full potential, and of course, you'll never guess where you're gaining or losing time. Go to litprolive.com. You can email me, chris at kieferinktesting.com for a discount code on one of their GPS receivers. Getting started is super easy with LitPro. Pick a GPS receiver, download the app, and add a subscription, and then you're on your way to improve your lap times, get a better result as your, you know, than your buddy, that's right, because there's nothing better than bragging rights when you're on your way home. You throw your guy a text, who got the best of you, baby? That's right, I did. And you want to know how to do it? Lip Pro. Aiden and I have been on this for about a year now. Super easy to use. Look, I am not a tech-savvy guy, and Lip Pro is super easy for me and Aiden to navigate. And uh, I think it would be a great benefit to you guys out there. So hit me up, chris at keyforinktesting.com. Go to Lip Pro Live. You guys want to see anything related to how to keep time, how to improve your lap times, what section you want to improve on, all those things and more over on LipProLive.com. You like to go ride? Are you over the age of 30 like myself? Well, guess what? There's an association where you can go racing and you have a great time. Five motos over the complete weekend. 
You can go to oldtimersmx.com, but they're going to change their name to International Vet Motocross Series. You can check them out here very soon. But several races over several months all over the western United States. It's going to be a fun time. And let me tell you guys, I just went racing last week, and it is a great time. If you haven't been out racing in quite some time and you're an older gentleman or a lady, they have plenty of classes for you. There's people out there that enjoy riding and racing dirt bikes just like yourself, but hey, you got to go do it. You got to go check them out right now. Go to oldtimersmx.com. But again, we're going to change our name up to IVMX, International Vet Motocross Association. So go look for them. And if you have any questions about the series, hit me up, Chris, at keyforinktesting.com, and we'll get you out there and have some fun and get some gate drops. All right, that was it. Not so bad, was it? Thanks for listening, getting those discount codes, and on with the show now. Let's briefly go over KX250 just because we didn't do a whole lot to this bike and we're 40 minutes into the show and I want to talk to you about training. But uh, things that I think you guys would need on a KX250. Aiden, take it over. Explain to the people. You don't don't really need much. You don't need much to do to this bike. That's as close as it goes. All right, go ahead. You don't need much. But my biggest, actually, my two biggest pet peeves on the bike are the grips and suspension. Okay. The Explain grips. to the people what what so what I is like the suspension a lot? Like what's it like right stiff. It's stiff. It's just stiff. How much do you weigh? 145. Okay. So it's too stiff for me. The so fork, the shock, which is more of the problem? Fork. What is it doing that you don't like? Give it give an example on the track. So just coming into coming into corners? Okay. It just gives me head shake. Gives me really bad head shake. Okay. Deflection? Yes, deflection, and it feels like it doesn't want to. It just doesn't want to lean. So lean angle corner. traction is not optimal. Yeah. So you'd want more tire contact. Yeah. Okay, let me ask you a question. Okay. You're still running stock suspension on one of your bikes right now. Yeah. Now you put the Dunlop MX3S on your bike. Do you feel like you've got more lean angle traction? Yes or no? A little bit, yes, but I'm still kind of fighting that. Okay. Because it feels like it just wants to push halfway up. Like in area two. Okay. So if you go to my website, 250MX Baseline Settings, there is a setting there on a KX250 that we've we've tried, we liked, and we agree. I'm even 175 pounds. I think it's a little bit too firm, mid-stroke feel. Um, you, you lighter guys are going to need to do something, either spring down, which I think it, the bike needs. I think the bike needs in an OEM form is spring down and valving up. So I think they're running a heavier front spring, and then the valving is a little bit light. So that is the feeling that I get. There is a distinct feel when you have a setting with um, a heavy spring feel and a light valving, and then there's a distinct distinct feel when you have a heavy valving and light spring. Different feel. Yeah. And a lot of these suspension companies have styles, like you and I have styles when we ride our bike. Yeah. These suspension companies have styles and way they valve. Some valve with heavy spring, some valve with lighter spring. So the OEM Showa, I'm sorry, OEM KYB side on the KX250 uh, in Japan, they went to, I feel, like a heavier fork spring and a different valving spec. So easiest thing to do is you can buy, if you're 140 pounds, you can go spring down. And I don't have the exact spring rate right here. You can email me later, and I can tell you what that is. Uh, but 
spring down, and that'll get you some more comfort. Now, if you want to spend some money, uh, you run Pro Circuit Suspension. Yep. We've gone through a different, couple different variations. Yep. And you settled on one. Yep. And how much better is that fork compared to a stock fork? And where is it better? Uh, more better just like in comfort through my hands and make sure I can lean the bike. For So, I honestly have no idea how I liked stock suspension before. But riding, uh, I just got a new spec on my fork that I raced at Cal Classic. And I like that way better. More comfort through my hands, lean angle. I feel like the bike actually wants to lean area two. I don't have to force it. And then I feel like I can just trust my front end just a little bit more. Like today, riding at Glen Helen, I it's just it's really hard to trust my front end sometimes. Where I noticed the KX250, and if you guys can relate, if you are a KX250 rider, is you, let's say you have a jump, a tabletop, and then you got a left-hander. If you have, and let's say that left-hander is about 50 to 80 feet after the landing of the tabletop. And then so when you land off the tabletop, you immediately have some braking bumps, right? And for me, as you want to get in that rut to go in the left-hander, you want to set yourself up wide and get into the rut. But where the KX250 lacks is when you land and the fork is low, it wants to come back up in a quicker manner. Even if you slow it down, then it gets harsher. So you're landing, the fork's starting to come back up, and then as you're starting to lean, the fork gets high, and then it gets harsh, and then I have no front tire contact feel. Yeah. So for me, I feel real washy. Yeah. So that's what I feel like on the KX250. Um, so Aiden has, has had experience with Pro Circuit. I've had experience with Racetech, um, as well as REP, as well as Pro Circuit, and as well as Factory Connection on this bike. All have distinct, different feel but all I've been better. So I'm not going to sit here and say, you must go to this guy. I feel like there are several companies out there that have this spec down on this bike. And for me, it's a, it's a lot better. Yeah. Uh, a linkage also helps on this bike. Pro circuit link, a ride engineering link, both help acceleration. So if you're having a little bit of problem in acceleration, uh, there is a link out there that will help this thing. Pro circuit and the ride ones are very similar. So you will have to change your shock spring, but it will help stability and acceleration traction out of corners. We went back and forth for a little while. We settled on a stock link for you because I feel like you don't know the difference. Nah, not really. And I don't want to spend the money. All right. Those are just straight facts. There you go. So if you don't feel it, I'm not spending the money. We don't need to spend any more money than we have to over here. We're going poor on dirt bikes. <laughs> um. Another thing that you guys must do, and I don't care if you're a KX450 or a 250 guy, you must reinforce your subframe. <sighs> that's so, that's we have broken three subframes have, I almost said F. We have screwed up so many mufflers that I have purchased at There's Pro Circuit. so many mufflers. I have destroyed mufflers because this idiot to the right of me doesn't understand when his subframe breaks and his muffler's hitting the brake caliper and slamming it. Gah, gah, gah. And I have to run out to the side of the track and tell this little asshole, hey, man, your pipe's hanging down. You might want to, like, pull off the track. <laughs> really? Oh. 
How do you not know? I just don't feel it. I don't feel it. I love you more than anything in the world, but dude, sometimes I don't understand, man. Like I don't understand. I try to help you. Nothing. I don't feel it. You don't got anything. I for me. don't feel it. My gosh, how do you not feel something dangling down? I can slam it. Gah, 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 gah. I don't know. I, I don't know either, don't man. Feel it. It's amazing. So, save yourself. You yourself or your pops or your mother, whoever's paying the bills. The headache. And have your local welder, aluminum welder, homie. Someone. We have, a, we have a janky mic. Grab yourself a janky mic. Have them reinforce the weld that is on there. I don't care. I will say this. I'm going to calm down. <laughs> I'm getting hyped up. The rubber mount. There's a rubber. The rubber. There's a rubber, rubber mounted uh, spec that I did on my website that helps and makes it last longer, but you still will break the, the weld. Doesn't matter what muffler you have. Doesn't matter what muffler you have. Until Kawasaki reinforces that weld, the tab to the subframe, that's game. It's going to break. You're on a ticking time bomb. So unless you're really, really lucky and you catch it cracking, which we have. We have. We've seen it. I inspect it every time. You have a Kawasaki, look at the tab of your subframe to your pipe. And see if it's cracked. It always happens. With go out in the garage right now if you haven't did it yet. Just go out in the garage and look. Chances oh. are high that it, you'll probably see a crack. Yes. We'll wait for you to come back. Go look in the garage now. We'll wait for you to come back. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. And uh, yes, that's right, Chris. Um, my subframe tab is roached. You're welcome. <laughs> we just saved you probably. Saved grand. you uh, $600 in a muffler. Yep. And uh, $300 in a subframe. There you go. So I have purchased subframes. I have purchased mufflers. Pro Circuit is living off. Mitch is living off of me because I've been buying mufflers. <laughs> so, yeah. feeding Mitch's kids at night. Just trust me. Reinforce your subframe. It, it'll take 10 minutes. These guys are, are so good. They do it in 10 minutes. So, literally, yeah, 10 minutes. Um, hints and clutch. I we have that. broken fibers in this, in this bike. Yes, multiple times. Multiples. Multiples. Uh, the back of the, if you're going into the clutch pack, the back plate fiber will break. So Henson has a whole system. They have a inner pressure plate and a basket along with plates. You can still use your OEM existing plates and use their basket, but the basket does help. It helps with oil. It makes the plates last longer. You get a tremendous I couldn't even believe the feel on your lever when they put it in. It's so good. Like, it is so soft and so linear. It's nice. It is really nice. Unlike, the, actually, the stock clutch is, is pretty good. It is good, yes. Like, the feel of it? It's good. Like, it's way better than the Honda 450. The 250 is still on a cable. But yeah. the Honda 450, you guys haven't listened or gone over to key for ink testing, if you're a Honda 450R guy... We put the KX master cylinder on a 450. It helps that a lot. But with the Henson setup on the KX250, it is a really good setup. It costs a pretty penny, yep. but your plates will last. Uh, you will not be at risk to have some fibers floating in your bottom end, which could lead to a big nightmare. Um, so I will say this about the 23 KX250, knock on wood. 
It is a lot more reliable than the 22K X250. We've had uh, some problems with the 22K X250 in the past. Had a lot of problems with it. But this has been better. The 23 it's is... It's been a lot better, It's yes. been in the right direction. Yes. Um, but look at a Henson Clutch. Yes, the basket. If you all you do is just get the basket and leave your other stock internals with it, that is better than nothing. And then that will save some of your clutch plates. Trust me. Um, if you don't want to go to the Henson, then just... Make sure you're keeping eye on your clutch plates every now and again. I would check them every six to eight hours. Just open up that side cover, go through your your fibers, and make sure they're all intact, make sure they're not cracked or missing. We've been lucky a couple times where the fiber did break, but it didn't leave the basket, yeah. and it was puzzled in. Yeah. So no f- fragments were in the engine. We got lucky, but... A few hours later, the bike blew up, so maybe there was some fragments in there. Maybe. We don't know. Maybe the oil pump went out. So do yourself a favor. Do some preventive maintenance and get yourself a Henson basket or just check that son of a bitch a lot. Uh, For power, we're working on a Vortex ECU to see what it does. I wasn't a fan of a Vortex ECU on previous year KX250. It wasn't worth the squeeze. Juice wasn't worth the squeeze. No, it didn't really do anything. So it's not like I'm sucking off Vortex ECUs every bike because I wasn't sucking Vortex off on the KX250. I preferred the... A stock remap. Yeah, stock remap one. PC can remap it. Jamie at Twisted can remap it. Yeah. Stock ECU, which helps a lot. Yep. Um, So if you just want to get a stock remap on your ECU, that is great. You can go to uh, Jamie over at Twisted or PC. They do them as well. Uh, Pro Circuit Muffler is good. We've tried an FMF recently. On the 450, yes. And we tried one on the 250 recently. Oh, yeah, we have two. Yeah, I yep. forgot about that. Yeah. Yep. And for me, the PC just comes on a little bit better in the mid-range. Yep. I don't know if you like the FMF bottom end. I, uh, on the 450, it was too much. On the 250, it felt like it actually it had more bottom end, but it just kind of fell on its Fell face. flat? Yeah. So if you're looking for a little bit more bottom end, less top, FMF, Pro Circuit is a little bit... I would say at me. I want to say a little bit more, but as good on the low end as the stock one, but better mid to top. Yes, and it's going to sound a hell of a lot better than atrocious stock bazooka that's on there. Like two fifty at least. Have you ever heard like the novice class rev the shit out of a KX two fifty? Yeah, it is. Ugh. Like if if you want to, if you are a bad person and you're going to hell, that's the reason. Satan would be. Uh. You would be in this box with a cutout with a perfect hole in this box, and then Satan would have the KX250 muffler pushed into that box and just rev the shit out of it for you. Just for hours. That's your punishment. That's, your, that's the death penalty. <laughs> um, the seat nuts fall out on this thing. A lot of nuts fall out on this thing. A lot of bolts fall out on the KX250. But REC, get that? REC, I don't know if you call them REC or REC, they make these seat nuts that do not fall out. They're anodized cool, if you like that. If you're Eddie Larrett and you need something anodized on your bike. Or you need titanium. Or you're David Martinez and you need some anodized on your bike. REC has these seat nuts, and then you can just push your bolt right in, and you're not worried about that seat nut beep, popping out and hitting the floor because all of a sudden you hear that noise. You're like, oh, shit. you got to put it back in. It's a pain in the ass. It just happened at Cal Classic. My seat bolts fell off. My seat bolt fell off. seat bolt did, but your seat nut didn't. No, the seat bolt did. So... Whoever was the mechanic, <laughs> Eddie. which wasn't me, Eddie. there was a seat bolt that was loose. So just 
giving you a heads up. But yes. REC makes these nice seat nuts, and do yourself a favor. Really cheap, easy to do. Uh, also, Healy Coils will be your friend on this bike. Your best friend. Uh, shrouds. Uh, well, the bot. Literally just any cosmetic on the bike that gets on the bolt, chassis that gets bolted on. Yes, is what's really sensitive, and you guys got to really be careful. Are the fork lug guards? Those and the sub the uh, fork guards on the lugs. Those those threads on the lugs are very very soft. Those and then the one where it bolts in to your subframe that holds on your side number plates. Okay, So you've got to be very gentle when you're on a KX250. It's like a just a soft little little baby you got to really be careful with. Yeah, really be careful. It's a newborn. Yes. Um, but those are the things that we've been running on our bikes with good luck. Sure, we can get into modifications, but look, at, we already spent $5,000 on the KTM. Where we ain't trying to spend it there. Uh, the KX250, I'd feel like, is a really good platform. They they did a really good job in 23 to beefing up the torque. Um, they have really good mid-range, so for me... That's the closest bike, engine-wise, that is to the YZ250F. Yes. I feel like it'd be that, Yamaha, that, and then Honda. Yeah. And then... KTMs, Husqvarna, and Gaskas are a little bit too smooth off the bottom. Yeah. And um, black a little bit. But those are the things that I would put my money into and be concerned with with the KX250. Uh, all right. Before we wrap it up here, Troll Training, how's it going? What's he got you doing? Um, we want to keep up on this. This is an experiment for us. You haven't done this before, so um, how's it going? What's been going on? Uh, honestly, just depends on the day. So, like lately, we were getting ready for regionals and Loretta's, and just get basically just getting ready for the summer. So, long bike rides lately, two hour long bike rides with low heart rate, uh, lots of sprint laps for regionals because regionals is like five laps. So, I bet probably once after regionals come. Mid June, July, uh, I'll probably do longer motos. I do longer motos here and there from time to time. Like today, I did two twenty fives. But uh, so he'll do that. We'll do some strength work. You know, I'll just read you off my program for the rest of the week or or last week's. I'll so here's what's going on because he's not really getting to what it what it does. He's telling you what he does. But troll training, you know, Taylor makes you a schedule. Taylor makes you workouts. You tell them, John and Alex, what you're doing. Hey, man, I have to work Monday through Friday. I have this amount of time during this day, these days. How can I fill it? They fill your free time up wisely. Um, they can track you via an app. Uh, you can use a Polar Watch. They if can- you hook your Polar, so you can have your Polar Watch, and then you hook the Polar app, and then you hook the Polar app up through Training Peaks, which is the uh, site that they give you all of your... That's the hub. That's that's, that's the hub. That's the hub. That's the hub. <laughs> Where you go. Like yeah. that Training Peaks, you guys are familiar with that if you guys are working out. Training Peaks is the hub for a lot of these trainers out there that are setting you up to get into the right direction. Yeah. Good. So, and honestly, it, like it really depends on how much of a workload you can take or... Uh, besides that, they give you all of it. So they give you... Nutrition and stuff, uh, like what to eat, what not to eat, um, like what to stay away from. Uh, not only that, but it gives you meals and cooks you like all the ingredients and everything. So that's like part of the nutrition plan. Mm-hmm. And then they give you a weekly thing 
a weekly uh, weekly program of like what to do so you can see what you're doing the whole entire week. Um, and then let's say some days like you wake up and you do this and you're just like I'm tired, man. Like I feel really tired. You tell John and them, and they give you they give you a uh, they're like, oh, it's all right. Don't worry about it today. You know, just just chill out and uh, see what tomorrow is. If you wake up, if your heart rate's high. Or Here's what I feel like I would need. I'm a very self-motivated person. So if you're listening to this and you got this far on this podcast, thank you, for one. Uh, I'm a self-motivated person. And if you are as well, I don't need I don't need someone to say, hey, Chris, you need to work out. I'll work out. I'm fine doing that. I just want a little bit of guidance on doing things that I think will benefit me in the right direction. So I have a tendency to overtrain. I'm big on overtraining. I do too much between doing these shows, between testing and writing with Aiden and traveling and everything that I do, I feel like I may do it too much. So for me, what troll training brings is a little bit of guidance, which I like, and for me, accountability. So that is what I think is the the most valuable for me and why I'm putting my money into these guys for Aiden is because Aiden's held accountable. He knows I'm spending money with these guys, and if he wants the most out of his training and his writing, he has to do what John and, and Alex says. And what I like about this training is Alex has some clout, right? I don't know much about John and his background. I know some things, but for me, I'm a dirt bike racer, right? I know what Alex has accomplished. I know how how much he was in shape when he was racing. Him and Jeremy. He wasn't a fader. He didn't fade. No. Okay, he might have got arm pump every once in a while, which we all do as racers. Look, there's no cure for arm pump. So if you fuckers out there think that you know everything about arm pump, suck it because that's bullshit. You're going to get it from <laughs> time to time. Christ. No, I'm just being like, oh, you want the cure for arm pump? I see it on my social media all the time, and I'm like, there's no cure. The cure is riding your dirt bike and exercising. And getting fit. Okay? Yeah. That's the cure. Yeah. Some people can ride a lot, and they still get it. Sometimes it's just hereditary. It's it's what your muscles are made of in that area. Or it's your bike setup. It's a lot of things. It's a multiple things. Multiples. 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 <laughs> so I like that Alex has the clout, has the background. I am not just hiring some rando dude to train my kid that's a cyclist. Uh, and no no hate comms on those guys. I just I want someone that knows our sport. Yeah. That's been there done that is grounded he has a good head on his shoulders alex is a normal dude yeah i want that type of trainer for me so i feel like that's the best for you yeah so that's the reason why i feel like troll training is is great who had ever thought that alex is going to talk to all of his clients like he reaches out to you yeah he texts me all the time he reaches out to other people like it's cool to see him really tried hard on this business venture that he's doing and john as well man like John's got other shit going on, too, and he, he talks to you. Yeah, he talks to me all the time, too. So if you're looking to get in a little bit better shape, no matter what age, if you're a young kid trying to make it, if you're a vet guy like myself, I've been poaching off of Aiden shit. So for me, like, it's helped me know exactly what I need to do off of the bike. I already know what I need to do on the bike. I know I got to do sprints. I know I got to do motos. I know I got to be on the motorcycle. But structure is always nice for me. I always like structure. I like waking up, 
knowing what I'm going to do for the day. It's in front of me, and I got to do my checklist and check mark it off as I go during the day. And then I'm done. I can look back, check, 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 boom, I'm done. I like that. That's how I live. So I think having this trainer, it's not a babysitter. I feel like he's holding you accountable. Yeah. So have you noticed the change in you? I have. I have noticed. What is the change? Um, so I used to get really bad arm pump. I don't really get arm pump anymore. Uh, I do notice I can last longer, and I feel like I can ride. Like at Cal Classic, I feel like I can ride to my full potential the entire moto, where like in Texas, I can ride probably four laps as hard as I can. And You I'd weren't on it then, right? No. You. It was right when we got back is okay. when I got it. So I've been, I've been on it now for, I'd say, month and a half now. And I have noticed a lot of change in my riding. I feel like I've is the best I've I've rode in a probably the best I've ever ridden. Just because my fitness wise, I feel like I can ride to my full potential mm-hmm. on racing too. So I do I do notice a change on it. So and also like that he has nutrition. I suck at nutrition. Like I'm not a good eater. I eat not like I eat shit, but I just don't eat awesome every day. Yeah. Um. I think some of my problems I don't eat enough. So. Alex is really, and John is really knowledgeable about food. There's, there's a thing. whole section about food in there. Yeah, there's 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 multiple. There's a whole yeah. Multiple. There's yeah. If you go to the if you go to the website, there's a whole thing on like what to eat, what not to eat. And then there's like some meals and stuff that they um, give out that they, they have the ingredients and everything on how to make it and everything. But they told me they said which you we tried and you didn't like it. I tried some of it. But Mom they, makes you and you just don't like it. I've tried some of it. You're a picky. Yeah. You know what? But they told they told me that um you don't really have to watch too much of what you're eating just because you're, st- you're still growing and your body needs to gain a little bit more weight. So, they said don't really worry too much about it. 145? You don't need to be any bigger than that on 250. Yeah, I do. No, you don't. You can't even get a start. You're fat ass. Yeah, I can. <laughs> I just suck at starting. 145 is a good weight for a 250. I know. Okay. You don't want to be keep going. I that. know, but they just said like don't like you don't have to worry about it too much. It's not. They said just mainly um, one thing that they said is like the reasons some reasons why you get tired on race days or when you're riding just because you're just not eating enough. Yeah, and and I'm one of those guys that I worry about getting fat, so then I just don't eat, and I'm like, well, I'm not gonna eat right now because I don't want to be fat, and then what I'm <laughs> skipping out on is fuel, right? So there's a lot of things that. I'm not knowledgeable knowledgeable about on the nutrition side, and they know a lot about that. Yeah. So as a vet guy, I'm really into all these little things and these intricacies about dirt bikes. And and you could be 50 years old listening to this podcast right now and, and be like, I still want to be better on a motorcycle. There's still time and room for us older guys to be better on your motorcycle. Don't let people tell you because you're old – that you can improve on your dirt bike. That's bullshit. You can't. It just takes time, dedication, and getting out of your comfort zone at times to get yourself better. And it's a matter of how much you want to be better. If you don't want to be better that much, then you'll do a half-ass effort and you'll get a half-ass result. But if you want to see results, you got to put in the time. And it takes a little bit of time. You can't just do a month's worth of work. Like I tell this to Aiden all the time. You can work your ass off and then go to a race and then get beat and be like, what the fudge am I doing? But you have to keep at it. It's, 
the guys that win races and become champions no matter what, okay? I'm not talking about just the elite. I'm talking about Loretta's local guys, your you know, District 23, wherever you're at. The good guys are persistent about training and riding. I understand if you're an older dude, but you can fit riding in somewhere if you're serious about it. Yeah. So especially now that we're getting into the summertime where you back Easter's are thawing out a little bit, you'll be able to ride. we got longer days. So there's some time to ride around and get yourself better. So don't let the people tell you because you're old that you can't be better. You can be. So uh, I feel like I'm living proof of that. I think now versus when I was racing full-time, I'm better now than I was back then just because I feel like I've done things differently over my time and I ride more now versus when I was in my 20s racing and having a stressful life. I think uh, some of that helps as well. Now my life is calmer. I ride more and I'm more confident and it just you can improve. That's all I'm saying. No matter what, you can improve. And I think Alex and John can help you if you're willing to do it. Yeah. After you spend $5,000 on your KTM, Maybe consider it, maybe. <laughs> After you just dump five more K on your KTM, spend some more money. Hey, fudge it, man. Let's just go and get some more training. Let's do it. <laughs> so they have different packages over there. There's uh, gold, silver, bronze packages. There's different, you know, to fit what you got. Um, Which I don't understand why they have different packages. Why? Yeah, for what? Because you're getting more with the top end package versus a bronze package, right? What you, do they give you, though? That's your job to know that. You're promoting them. This is what you should know. Yeah, I, I didn't know they had a, a different package yes. deal. Yes. All right. So well, they I have different packages. I'm, I'm glad that I'm researching more than you are. Awesome. Well, I, did, I didn't know that. 17 years old, people with blonde hair. You hope Chris at KieferInkTesting.com if you want to help <laughs> me out here and get me through my days because whew, some days it is, it is a struggle. <laughs> and I wonder well, how, why am I failing as a parent? And it's moments like this. That's what I feel like I'm feeling as a parent. So uh, thanks for listening to the show. Hopefully you got some information out of it. If you have any questions about troll training, uh, KTM 450, 350, 250, KX 250, Chris at And we appreciate you guys letting other people know about this podcast. We try to cover a wide variety of topics, especially it looks like this show was a wide variety. And if you're a youngin and you want to talk about training or if you want to know how to bleach your hair blonde and mouth breathe, Aiden at KieferInkTesting.com, A-D-E-N, not A-I-D-E-N. It's A-D-E-N. No capitals. No capitals. It doesn't matter. They'll still get through. Okay. At KieferInkTesting.com. And Heather at KieferInkTesting.com if you have relationship uh, problems. I had a gentleman um, hit me up in a DM on Instagram the other day, and I said, hey, Email my wife. She'll help you out. What was the problem? I didn't look. I said, just email Heather. And maybe me and mom would lay in bed one night and talk about it. Because she reads emails before she goes to sleep. And then maybe we could discuss it. And then she could forward this gentleman what we discussed and try to help him out. But this is what we do over here at the Kiefer household. We're an all-encompassing family. All right. We try to help you out with your relationship, with your motorcycle, with your home life, with your love life. How's your love life going? Great. Oh, boy. 17 years old. I mean, it's working. For He's got it. a chick. Whatever it's doing. It's, it's going gonna, gonna to crash and burn at some point. You I, know hope, I hope not. No. <laughs> I hope it, not. It, it's going to. I, I don't even want to be that guy. I, I mean, I hope you find the first love of your life and you get married and that's all you got. But the chances of that happening. Slim to none. Slim. 
Yeah. You're going to come into my bedroom one night. I already have. <sighs> I already have. Just all jacked up. I already have. Now, this one will be worse. Oh. The other one was like, whatever. Yeah. This one's going to be deep. I hope not. I hope it doesn't happen. So, we try to help you guys out over here on this show. Even though Aiden hates coffee with the Kiefer's. I hate it. Why? I, I don't like There's it. There's so much information. Yeah, and information that I don't need to know about. Then don't listen. I don't. Then what you hate it for? I just don't, because I already know. I get fucking people come up to me and already asking me questions about it. Why? Because they're assholes. Why? What do you mean, ask you questions? Like, coffee with Kiefer questions. Just, why would they ask you if you're not a part of the show? They'll just... Be nice to people. No, be nice to me. I am. I just was. We're going to delete Coffee with the Kiefer's, everyone? That's not no, a thing we're not. anymore? We're, we're deleting we it? Need a, we need a sponsor for Coffee with the Kiefer's, people. So if you know anybody that has money that wants to keep this show rolling, send them my way. I have a Venmo. Chris, nope. Chris dash uh, Kiefer one. Nope. K-R-I-S dash Kiefer one nope. is the Venmo. Hit me up and just put uh, funds for Coffee with the Kiefer's, and we would gladly do a show. <laughs> you have to, like, pay to do a show. Uh, for you... 350 guys, don't forget, Church of 350 shirts are on pre-order. Heather at KieferIngTesting.com will have those next week. It's badass. There's a little church on the front pocket with a little, little Kiefer Ink logo. And on the back, there's a picture of a KTM 350 sitting in front of a church. Church of 350s. There you go. The perfect size motorcycle, people. <laughs> That's what it's all about. Thank you for joining us. Support our advertisers. They help us do this damn thing and talk. They help me get to the races, too. Help you get to the races and help me deal as a parent because I have something to look forward to when Aiden is not very good. What do you mean not very good? What do you mean look forward to when Aiden's not very good? Well, I have something to look forward to. Like, hey, I got my advertisers. They want to support the show. Aiden's being a little prick today. It'll help me out. But you know what? I love you. I love you, son. I love you too. Okay, that's how we're going to end the show. On a great note, we love each other. Keep your family out. Later. See you.